is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Hello, everyone. Uh Welcome to the podcast. Hello. So um, last week we picked a couple of, well, we picked a challenging card. Right? Isn't that what we picked? Yeah, you picked oh, the the challenges card. Oh, that's what from I Tosha oh. Silver's deck, and I picked the chariot from mm-hmm. the Star Tarot. So this is the part of the podcast where we check in about last week's reading and mm-hmm. see how it resonated for us over the course of the week. So did it resonate for you? Well, I guess I just hung on to that challenges part because we had a crazy situation happen. Oh, you did? I, I saved it for the cast and I didn't tell you. Oh, what is it? Ahead of time, which is, um, la- it was Friday night. Um, it was like 4 a.m. and the dog started barking, which is not so unusual. And Brett always like gets them. He fell asleep working. So he was downstairs in his office and I was like, I woke up and I saw he was downstairs. So I was like, oh, he'll get them, but he wasn't getting them. So I got up and all of a sudden I realized there's this, someone was pounding on our door, (gasps) front door. And we live like, we do have neighbors that we can see, but like our house is like up a long driveway and you know, it's not easy to get to. I mean, it's not. So I what time was we're it We're in the country. So it was 4 a.m. Oh, what? Okay. Pounding on our door. And what? he was like, they're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. They <gasps> shot at me. Yeah. It was so fucking scary. Oh, my God. I swear for a minute. I forgot. We swear on here. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> we swear. <laughs> um yeah so he was like they're they're gonna let me in let me in let me in and i was like brett brett so brett finally had gotten up he was like and it's some the dogs bark so often like he i guess he tuned it out oh. but anyway so i was like call 911 call 911 and then the guy like jiggled on the handle of the door it was the most terrifying terrifying That's a nightmare. five minutes like a true nightmare yeah like, I honestly, like, I, those five minutes, I was like, we don't have any guns, you know? Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't admit that, but Brett got his, like, bat in case the guy came in. Um, but I made sure the doors were locked. And, um, anyway, and he was like, I guess Brett had heard him say at some point, like, I ain't armed. I ain't armed. Just let me in. Let me in. Um, and I, he was like, let me in. The first thing he said was, let me in when I heard him. And I was like, oh, I'm not letting anybody yeah. in. This is, yeah. And, you know, a lot of people do let people in, by the way, just because they want to be nice. But that's not, yeah, don't be nice like that. Um, so anyway, then he finally, I hear him walk away and then I heard doors banging and I was like, oh my God, what is this? Like, is he getting in in another part of our house? So we have kind of a big house and, then I realized it was my car door because we never lock our doors because, you know, we just don't. We a lot of times didn't used to lock our front door, honestly. Thank God our front door was locked. Yeah. Seriously. Like, thank God, because we don't always lock it. Now we do. If anyone's yeah. listening, we lock all the doors. <laughs> <laughs> I double and triple check them. Yeah. Um, so, and he, the scariest part was when he tried to come in. Anyway, turn, long story short, the cops did come and found him like asleep in my car, not asleep, but like curled up in my car. 
Oh my god, Tessa! It was so terrifying. That is so scary. Did you find anyway, out what the deal yeah, was? Yeah. So it turns out he's this guy. He's like in his early twenties. He goes on and off being addicted to meth. It's oh. actually very sad. But and he lives. His parents live down the street, and they occasionally kick him out. Um. So the, I guess they must have kicked him out. And who knows if they actually were threatening to shoot him. I don't know. Oh. But he was like out of his mind that he even came here. And the cops told us his name. They're like, we're familiar with him. We know him. And Brett knows him because Brett has given him a ride before. Because he, nobody walks. In our neighborhood. Like I said, we live in the country, but he walks because he doesn't have a car. So we see him walking up and down. So Brett has given him a ride to the gas station before. Um, Not to get gas, but you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so he knew who he was when they said his name. Um, so it is just like a sad, it ended up being sad, but it was so terrifying. And also like, I don't think he's malicious or anything, but if he were to get high again, I mean, people who are on meth, you know, you can't trust people when they're on meth. They're it's a really right scary minds. drug. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really, wow. Was I was so scared the next like two nights. But I've yeah, down. that is seems like that card definitely resonated. Did you like remember it? Like with Tosha Silverside and everything in it. You know that- what? I did not. I just <laughs> <laughs> all I remembered was challenges. challenges. Yeah, you're like there it is. <laughs> yeah, there it is. I didn't remember to give it up to God. I did do. You know, the next day I did a big separation from it energetically and stuff like that. So I did take care of myself yeah the interesting thing was i meant to sage my car car and i didn't um but i also didn't feel him in there at all yeah so i felt i feel okay about it yeah and real and maybe we could send him love and light too because that is yeah, so sad I and did. good yeah because yeah, meth and also it's like so addictive it's so harsh for people like maybe who just try it one time yeah and then they're addicted to it it's like yeah it's, it's really, it's really well. Rough. I have, you know, I'm a guardian ad litem. Have I ever talked about that? No. Here? Oh, it, do you know what that is? No. Oh, it's a. I'm a volunteer for like um, kids who are either in foster, yeah, in foster oh, care. Oh, I think I did see you post about this one time. Yeah, I've been for a while. What ago, do you do? Like, so. Anyway, I just like am basically their representative in court. So That's like awesome. I visit them and make sure that they're okay, and then I advocate for them in court. That's so but incredible. This last p- people, um, the mom was ad- they actually they were both were on meth, but the mom was especially addicted to meth. Now <gasps> so she's sad. good and clean, and she's doing great, but. Um, when she was on and off it, it was really like different personalities. Yeah. It was really, yeah. But anyway, that was, so that was the challenge. But I did, yeah, I sent them after I separated and stuff. Then I, I had a lot of compassion for him. And so it's funny because Brett right away was like, I feel bad for him. And I was like, you feel bad for him. I was so terrified. Oh, yeah. No, that's so (laughs) scary. And you don't expect it. Like the scariest time of night. I mean, that's so, yeah. It was, and just like him banging and like, (sighs) we had no, we had nothing, you know, except that's bat. I mean. Yeah. Anyway, so that was that. But after that, um, Actually, I had a really good week. And oh, it yeah. Wasn't, um, yeah, I didn't feel so. I guess, what is the cherry again? Is that like just movement and? It's like, yeah, confidence and 
balance and bringing factors like consciously wielding your magic to create positive change in your life. I feel like that resonates with me this week. Me too. Me too. Yeah? Tell me about it. Oh, well, you know, after all the cleansing and clearing that I did, the Virgo season type stuff, I actually finally felt like, because I had been feeling like things still feel like cluttery in my life, Mm -hmm. still feels like I have too many things on my to-do list. And then I felt like, oh, here's that calm and that serenity. Did you feel that too? I did. Yes. And I was like, I wonder if this is because I have cleared so much clutter. Like I was just having moments of happiness for no reason, just like yeah. feeling happy and grateful. And yeah, I think it's yeah. the change of seasons too, because it feels really like fall here now. Does it feel like fall oh, where you are yet? Gosh, no, not, not yet at all. It's like not, it's been so hot, like crazy. Hot. Oh, it'll change. It'll turn and it'll be so wait. beautiful. But yeah, it's that too. And then also um, on Monday, I sat on my porch and planned my whole workshop for the weekend and that felt very empowering because I just was like oh this this is gonna be fun and it was like the perfect weather to sit outside and plan it and so I feel like that was Uh really chariot energy too that's so awesome that's total chariot energy um can you tell us is it too late for anyone to sign up for the workshop yes because it's over by the time everyone's listening because I'm leaving so we're recording this on Thursday before the weekend when I teach my workshop but then (laughs) it comes out on Monday (laughs) well I guess if we want to get technical about it fine but you're teaching a practical magic it's called holistic energy magic holistic energy but yeah it is practical magic it's magic that you do without any physical tools it's like energy work yeah um well that's really awesome very charity chariot chariotty that's a word um yeah also i've just been feeling like I think this clearing clutter stuff, I don't know, there's something to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there is. She says to the (laughs) queen of clearing clutter. Um, I mean, like, also, I talked about this a little bit last time, but the, um, um, I've been really into essential oils right Um, now, and I don't even know why. Like, I feel like I'm just collecting them, but, like, it feels like there's going to be a purpose. I don't yeah. know. Do you, do you, um, do you have a diffuser? Like, do you use it? At you know what's house? so weird? I was just thinking about this because I feel like I've had a million diffusers and mm-hmm. at times I've had like three of all different varieties. Yeah. <laughs> like a candle kind, an electric kind, like oh. a fan kind. And now mm-hmm. I have zero. I was oh. just thinking like, what did I do? Why did I, I they weren't broken. <laughs> like, what? I guess I just over cleared one day and now I have zero diffusers. <laughs> See, Brett shouldn't listen to this because this is what, this gives into his hoarding tendencies. <laughs> Ted is the same. Like, he's like, well, really? just save it. It still works. Like, maybe yeah. we'll do, and, and he's right. Like, sometimes I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I am using that thing that I would have totally cleared. But yeah. I just personally prefer, like, if it's going to be one or the other, like clearing too much or clearing too little, Mm-hmm. I prefer clearing too much because then yeah. you have more space and you, I can always get something else and creates yeah. a vacuum too so that blessings come to me. Like it's more – happens more often that people are like, oh, I have this extra diffuser. Do you want it? You know, that kind of mm-hmm. getting in that energy. Mm-hmm. But so with yeah. that being said, do you have a diffuser that I can have? <laughs> <laughs> 
know what? I literally was just thinking, I think I have an extra day <laughs> yeah. I can mail you. I'm just kidding. I have other things I need to mail you, so maybe I will do that. <laughs> But I was just thinking, I never actually diffuse. The only place I use them is in my bath. Oh, yeah. That's a good place to put them. Yeah. Although, do they sometimes, like, are you supposed to, um, not to get into a whole essential oil discussion, but are you supposed to diffuse the oil before you put in the, not diffuse, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like, dilute. Put it, yeah. It depends on the oil. There are some oils that you absolutely should never put them in your bath at all. And well, Uh you're fine. I mean, if your skin is fine and you feel fine. I don't know because sometimes I feel a burning and then I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. The burning is not ideal, but I don't think it's long term. You know, it's just you don't want to hurt your skin. Yeah. All right. Well, I I do put a lot of them actually in my face oils that I make. But yeah. Yeah, but aside from that, I feel like something. I can't wait for the holidays because I know you don't like them, but I love them and I oh, love no, making gifts. Oh no, I do. Gifts. I like the holiday time. I just oh, don't okay, like the right. actual the day. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love making gifts, so I think they may come in then. And the last thing I'll say is, I also feel like I'm making space for going to bed earlier. Like I feel more motivated to make space for that. So anyway, it has been a very positive time for me and I think that the clearing of the clutter has led the way totally so I'm really loving Vir- I kind of don't want Virgo season to end well in practical magic we're going to talk about Libra season which is starting soon and so we're going to okay. gear up for that which is also awesome so. yeah and I am a Libra moon so oh, I yeah. relate to Libra a lot um, alright so should we move on oh we haven't made up a new, <laughs> a new theme for um, for uh this segment the of question segment listener questions yeah listener questions <laughs> that's that? so good <laughs> i love it you're so supportive of my <laughs> segments um let's see i have to bring oh, it up i have them if you want me to read them oh you do okay <laughs> well i wanted to read one of them yeah oh sorry Brett's not going to like that. My phone just made a noise because I had to turn it back on. Oh, I didn't hear it. Listeners won't mind a little noise. Um, I'm just going to switch to it real quick and then I can go back into. Um, just because I wanted to address something that wasn't actually a question in it, but. Oh, yeah. Go okay. for it. So I'll read the first one. Um, this is from Doreen. Dory. Um, okay. Hey, hello, Natasha. And t- this is a little long, actually, but that's okay, right? However oh. you think you should okay. read it. I uh, love the podcast. I wanted to thank Tess for sharing in the recent podcast that she, too, can deal with darkness and depression at times. It was a blessing to me that she opened up about this. I've read Tess's books, and it could be so easy to think that someone like she could send the, that darkness and negative energy away with an intention or magic. She made me feel much more human that she struggles at times, too. So... This wasn't a question, but I really wanted to talk about that for a minute because I think it's really important, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That is so inspiring to me, actually. I realize I need to put into my books much more about my own challenges. Yeah. That's really seems like an important thing for me to do. So I'm glad. I'm really grateful for that comment. Yeah. And I just wanted to talk about it also because, well, for two reasons. One, we've touched on this before, but just like, 
how in the new age movement, there's so much about like, you can just, it's all about your attitude and raising your vibration and just raise your vibration and then you'll heal, you know? Mm -hmm. And then a lot of people feel like they're creating their own cancer or like, you know, that if they're sick, it's their fault or new age guilt. That's what it's called. (sighs) Yeah. It's so bad. So bad. It's so bad. So yeah, I just really wanted to make it really clear that we don't buy into <laughs> yeah and and actually that comes into play in the next question too the oh shadow okay. work question oh ex- yeah it does yeah um but also i just wanted to say that like everybody is human and you know i, I want to say this for myself as well because of the work that i do sometimes people i don't know like talk to me sometimes as if i have all the answers not have all the answers but just like that i never feel you know anything lower vibration or but it's just the human experience you know we're all just working to feel more well not everybody but at least my goal is to feel more and more whole more and more but even then I'm going to feel all the feelings yeah you know they're not I'm not exempt from any feelings you're not exempt from any feelings and you can't magic anything away you can use these tools and other tools there's so many tools not just our tools yeah, and I remember learning this um, when I first started doing feng shui, and I was trading with a lot of healers in L.A., and I traded with a woman who did craniosacral therapy, and it was incredible. Like, I was just like, what is she doing? She it just felt so – I cried. I, like, felt this block release, and I, like – put words to these blocks and like opened up and it was like actually before I started writing and I heard voices saying you need to write and it was just so so deep and then I like was friends with this person and I observed that she was a human just like everybody (laughs) with problems and (laughs) challenges and faults and I, I remember that was like for a moment I was like weird but I thought that she did that amazing healing for me and then I was like oh that's what it took so much pressure off me too as a healer like yes. oh we're just making space for divine energy to flow through like a channel like a radio yes. you know it's not we're not it's not that i'm saying i know everything i'm so evolved i'm going to yes. come over to your house and i'm going to fix your feng shui because of that <laughs> it's like just opening up and being willing to yeah. be that to be hold that space for the divine and, to yeah. flow through and you were the one who actually had that healing experience. She didn't give that to you. You just were in a space where you could be open to receive that. Yes. Yeah, so we were together. It was a co-creation. Exactly. And she held that space for the divine to flow through. Yes, exactly. And I did too. We both did. And it does take the pressure off, for instance, like me, yeah, as a healer that I know my job and I have to remind myself of this a lot because my stuff is a lot about responsibility. I have my own, you know, issues with responsibility. So a lot of times I have to remind myself my job is just to show people what I see and heal what I heal. And from there, it's their responsibility to go be aware of it, take responsibility for or not or, you know, you know, I can't fix anybody I can't heal anybody that's not open to being healed you know it's not my job to fix people it's just my job to tell people what I see yeah yeah it totally takes the pressure off and like Mm -hmm. and I learned that too from doing feng shui in LA because I remembered people having an expectation that I could sense like I think I'm gonna like say this or that I'm gonna fix all their problems or whatever and I was like but I can't all I can do is say what I feel guided to say that's all I can do it's like a boundary 
Yes, exactly. So, yeah, nobody. And if anybody's trying to tell you they have all the answers, then that's a real clue they don't have all the answers. Yeah, or trying to imply <laughs> that, like some kind yeah. of hierarchy, like, oh, I am more evolved. It's yes, just, it's, it's never ego. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and there's so many tools. I just want to repeat that again. There's no one way to feel better and better and more and more whole. You know, there's a million tools. Yeah. And, like, it's my passion to learn as many as I can because I just love it. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. So now we will get on to the question. Um, it's kind of long, but I'm just going to read it all because I'm not sure how to skim it. So um, the past year has been a tough one for me career-wise. Um, actually, I think I can do this part. I'm just going to skip to this part. After I graduated with my master's, I took a job with a large organization and I thought I had finally made it. On my first day of work, my direct supervisor told me certain things I could expect in and from my role. I loved my job that first year. Unfortunately, he abruptly resigned at the start of my second year and I quickly found out that all the things I was told I could expect were gone. It sent me into a deep depression that I can't seem to pull myself out of. I've spent countless commutes home this past year crying all the way. The thing is, the person who is now my direct supervisor is wonderful, and I just want to give up this yearning for what is in the past. I'm having trouble letting go. I just want to bloom where I'm planted. Natasha and Tess, what would you suggest that I do to help with this negative outlook? I'm doing meditation regularly. I'm working with crystals. I'm reading a lot. I'm pairing these activities with medication that I ask my physician for. I get regular massages. I'm taking classes on subjects that interest me. Basically, I'm looking for tools for my toolbox. Would I benefit from an energy clearing? Any good books you would suggest? I'm open to hearing your ideas. Thanks. All right. Do you want me to answer first? <laughs> yeah, if you, yeah, maybe okay. you can start. Um, okay. I have a lot of things to say. First, um, I'm biased because I think everyone can benefit from an energy clearing. Oh, and definitely. I, I, yeah. yeah. I definitely feel like that if you can do that, that would be awesome. Um, but even aside from that, because it does seem like there's like just build up that needs to clear out of the space, you know? Yeah. And um, Natasha is an excellent energy clearer, just in case you, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Tess. And I sent out a newsletter. Well, now it has been sent out with uh, my first guided meditation about clearing your chakras. So Did you'll you send get that it. out to? Oh, okay. Well, I didn't if you're it. listening to this Monday, oh, you're going to oh, receive oh, it okay. today when we record this okay. after we got, <laughs> we both got confused with the time. Um, okay. So that would be something nice to do. But aside from all that, um, my first impulse reading this was really about... Um, letting go of resistance to what was and wanting to change what was. So, and it really reminds my favorite way to do that is with the Sedona method that I've talked about here before, which is always about in this moment, can I allow what is to be and just really allowing what is to be. And, and as you say that you can let go, the more you can just, um, yeah, as you said, bloom where you're planted, the way to do that, I feel, is to let go of the resistance of wanting to change what is. So, um, I know the Sedona Method has so many great MP3s. So, that is one tool that I would say. Um, shoot, I thought of something else at the time as I was reading this, but now I can't remember. Do you want to? Um, yeah, I'll say chime something? in and you can see mm-hmm. if that comes back to you. Mm-hmm. So, I'm also, I mean, that 
is true always like to say yes to what is in the moment and embrace it and then and love where you are as much as you can and i would not be opposed to looking at maybe there's another opportunity for you too because you mentioned in the um in the letter in the message that that there were some perks to the job that there are no longer like that you were promised and you don't have and even though you like your new supervisor, maybe that really, those were things that were important to you, it sounds like. So, yeah. you know, you might That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah, want to just be open to checking out some other possibilities employment-wise. Well, what I was going to say, yeah, along those lines was actually checking in with yourself. Like, wait a minute, why am I mourning this so much? Like, I don't know if you've journaled about that or checked in. To me, it's screams inner child but so much stuff does scream inner child to me like checking in with your inner child or just your inner self and just at any age and just saying like what am I mourning here what is it that was such a loss that I that I want to let go of like really exploring so then you can go and yeah like Tess said explore those other opportunities maybe and maybe you could um I think it would be a good idea to make a list of things that are true for you in your ideal career. Mm-hmm. So if those some of those things are missing from your present career, you could also consider talking to your supervisor and saying, "Hey, here are some perks that I used to have and I don't anymore and they're pretty important to me." So, you yeah. know, so you can talk about see if you can get those in your present job and if not, um look into another opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. The reason I brought up the resistance thing is because it just, it does feel like, I mean, you're so awesome trying all these new, um, like educating yourself and working on healing yourself, but it also just has the sense to me of like resistance in terms of trying, 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 and just like allowing yourself to be where you are. And then if you can just embrace where you are with love not trying to make yourself feel happy about where you are, even, you know, lie to yourself, but really like letting go of that resistance. And then that, and from that place asking, well, why am I mourning? What do I want? But from a place of not resistance. Mm -hmm. Because saying yes to what is, is not just saying yes to external circumstances. It's saying Mm -hmm. yes to internal circumstances too. So you're like, yes, this is what's happening in my job. And yes, I feel frustrated. And then explore, and then that allows you to explore it. But I like what you're saying, Natasha, about giving up resistance in all ways, because that's like what I talk about in feng shui with if someone isn't loving where they live and they want to move, it's counterintuitive. But if you actually start loving where you live, it can help you to yeah. move because yeah. you're like, what are all the blessings of where I am now? And that, that doesn't mean you're like giving up. Okay, I'm going to be here forever now because I'm, ex- I'm trying to find yeah. reasons I love it. It's not. It's like just entering fully into the flow of the moment. So then it can start to, you start to step into all that power that's there in the now. Yes, yes, yes. That's another thing from the Stone Method is he talks about loving your problems. So just, yeah, allowing yourself to, what if I just love this problem, which sounds crazy and like, I can't love my problem. But the truth is, you're actually loving yourself when you're loving the problem because you're embracing your whole circumstance, your whole self. And when you're hating your situation, you're kind of, you're cutting off from a part of yourself. So by loving it, you are engaging your whole self. And again, that doesn't mean you have to, like you said, you don't have to, that doesn't marry you to it. It actually opens a flow for you to see more possibilities. 
Yeah, and you could even love the challenge and the problem because mm. it's an opportunity to have compassion for yourself. Yeah, I like that. And an, an opportunity to grow. Like, yeah, what if I could just love where I am right now in this state of growth? Like, And love like, and, you know, love myself when I acknowledge the suffering too. Like that, the mm-hmm. Kristen Neff in self-compassion she talks about saying, oh, we've talked about this before. This is a moment of suffering. Mm-hmm. Suffering is a part of the human condition. May I be kind to myself in this moment. May I give mm-hmm. myself the compassion I need. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like coming out of resistance yeah, to totally. your suffering. Because you're just like, when we push through and we don't want to look at it, we don't want to acknowledge it or explore it, then we're in, you know, resistance. resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we can't allow flow. And I've said this before, too, but the degree to which you resist one thing is the degree to which you resist everything. So it is hard to feel love and flow if you're resisting any anything, really. Yeah. Um, not to say you have to be a perfect person and not have any resistance, but it's just like, you know, the more you open up, the more you open up. Yeah. And <laughs> one more thing I just got to hit was... Mm. um honeysuckle flower essence you could take so this is one of the bach remedies the 38 bach remedies that you can find at most health food stores Mm -hmm. and just take a couple of drops under your tongue two or three times a day and it will help to get stuck energy moving Mm, that's nice all right great do you want (laughs) to sorry i just hit my microphone sorry everybody <laughs> there's there's some ambient noise today um do you want to read the next one sure okay This is from Kimberly. Great morning. First of all, thank you for your amazing podcast. I look forward to it every Monday and it helps me. Thank you for the grounding cord. So helpful. And the clearing you do with the golden rose. As an empath, I pick up on things and sometimes do not know if it is mine or someone else's. It gave me a new way to get myself free. My specific question deals with shadow work. Is this something you know about or have worked on? Is it dark stuff and something I should stay away from? I had stepped into a store at one point earlier this year. I wanted to see what it offered. It had some interesting and a little disturbing items. They offered me 50% off a tarot read. It was an amazing insight for me, and it was dead on. She seemed to get a little upset toward the end, though, and she said, This fall, you have to do some shadow work. It was important enough that when the topic changed to something else, she ended up repeating the shadow work needed topic. This Virgo season for me has been change, change, change. I deal fairly well through change, but even this has been a time I have needed to tell myself this will pass. I am working on my level two Reiki, and that is also bringing a lot of awareness. So between this season and what I have chosen for myself, I sense that the negative, not, I sense the negative, not so good side of me a lot. I am thinking this is what shadow work is. Could you shed some light on this for me? Thank you. And make it an incredible day, Kimberly. <laughs> um, we've talked about shadow work in the past, actually. Yeah. Remember? So, but it doesn't hurt to talk about it. No, anymore. it's great. Do you want to say, do you want to start? Um, well, so this is what we were talking about earlier with not being afraid to look at your feelings and the fullness mm-hmm. of your life experience. And also not being afraid to look at the parts of you that are not maybe something that you're totally proud of to just mm-hmm. let it all in mm-hmm. to acknowledge all of it and let it be and this is such an important part of the spiritual path mm-hmm. um, this is actually 
foreshadowing the energy report. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as shadow work, I mean, I don't believe in the term negative energy, really. I mean, when we feel like a negative energy or something, like, if you feel like kind of a darkness from someone, I, I do believe that's like you feel, I, I'm, I'm not saying this is what she's talking about, but I was just trying to think, when do I believe in negative energy? Do I ever? And I would say, like, if I feel kind of like, ooh, around someone, it's because I'm picking up on feelings that I don't enjoy having. So, <laughs> like, their stuff that I don't want to take on, I'll put it that way. Um, but as far as, like, your own self, it there's no such thing as negative. Like, if you're feeling sad or angry or whatever, if you label that as negative, then, again, you're separating from yourself. You're saying, this is a part of me I don't want. So again, as you said, the more you can embrace it and just the shadows have so have gifts for us, the parts of ourselves, the shadow really means it's from Jungian philosophy. And it's the part of ourselves that we stuff down that we don't want to look at. Um, And so therefore, they have gifts because we're only as sick as our secrets. So those secrets, when we take them out of hiding, are beautiful light, bring them to the light, and they're beautiful. So I don't know if she meant to freak you out when she said that, or if that was your interpretation. But um, it is kind of vague. So I could see how it would be scary. You're like, yeah, work. Um, but I would just look at it as like, okay, you know, great, what can I explore that I don't want to look that I haven't wanted to look at before if that comes up naturally, you also don't have to do that just because she said that. You know? Yeah, totally. But I think it is empowering. It's always so empowering yeah. to realize like, like I remember the time it was a good number of years ago now, like seven years ago when I realized how much anger I still had about being molested as a teenager at my stepdad at the time and at my mom. That was what I hadn't acknowledged. Mm. Mm. I was so still like so ready to be such a good daughter who was so good mm. at forgiving and understanding. And I kept it from my mom for so long for that reason. I didn't want mm. her to be sad about it. And then I told her and then I was like, but it's okay. I forgive everybody. But I didn't. Mm. I still had anger. And but it was like it was so I can't even tell you how liberating it was too, even though even though it was really messy and it ended up with me and my mom not speaking because she really didn't want to hear any of that. Mm-hmm. And we, she didn't wasn't interested in work, working through it at all. Um, mm-hmm. But it was that was me honoring myself. It was me being like, yes. you know what? I have those feelings and that's OK. And then I can feel them and move through them, but you can't move through them or let them go until you feel them. So that's why shadow work is beautiful. Yeah. 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 So that there's, um, did she ask like how to do it or something? I I know. I think it was more just about what what is it? it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I really also though, just want to reiterate that like, you don't have to muck around in something if you don't like looking for it, it'll come. That's one great thing about the ways the universe I feel is like your lessons come to you when you're ready for them. I mean, I do believe that, that when it's something's coming up, then it's, you're ready to look at, you don't have to go around digging. Yeah. For me, it was a physical manifestation. It was a skin Mm -hmm. problem that wasn't going Mm -hmm. away. And I was like, what is this? Like, what is this connected to? And that's when I, I really was like, oh, this is because I still feel really dirty and really angry about that situation. And so I had to 
move through. And then it was so interesting because I also healed that skin. It had been so persistent. And then when mm-hmm. I finally was like, oh, I'm angry. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I was able to just say, have it, it hasn't been come back since. Yeah. And it was yeah. like for like a decade I had it, it in some wow. way. I was battling it. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I mean, I don't love that you went through that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It really actually is beautiful to feel your, like it can feel like really good, almost like how, in, to my mind, like how it feels like when I wanted someone to stand up for me, it's even better when I stand up for myself yeah. to be like, I feel angry. I think I talked about this yeah. a long time ago about my dad, like that I realized I was angry with him and like it actually felt good because my and I think it's because my inner child it was like yes thank you you know you're standing up for me whereas before it was like no no, 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 you don't feel that you know that's shadow and yeah and you're disclaiming a part of yourself and you step into your power so I I talk about I often mention the quote by Starhawk the author Starhawk who wrote the spiral dance which is so good and I recommend it if you haven't read it yet but she says oh yeah you're going to love it. She says, where there's fear, there's power. Mm. So if you're afraid and shadow work, is always something you're afraid to look at. And, mm-hmm. But when you do look at it, then you get your power back. Yes, exactly. It's like, yeah, reclaiming yourself. Mm-hmm. So good luck with that. It's a sense. It'll be a good journey. All right. So now are we going to do my part? <laughs> Why do I always not know? It's my, it's time for this, right? Yes. The, it's time for the energy report. All right. So. <laughs> we both make a kind of me. like a rock and roll face after you. You that. really, you did do that. I liked it a lot. <laughs> if we ever do a live cast. <laughs> can't wait for everyone to see your oh, face. You're going to be so happy about our faces when you say that. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. So, um, there's kind of two things going on. One thing I would say is it really does seem like a continuance of the Virgo um, energy in terms of I am seeing a lot of um, people who just need like I, I hope this doesn't sound judgmental. I don't mean it to sound like basic clean out, but no, I just mean like people, <laughs> they're basic. No, I don't mean that at all. It's just like real like spring cleaning, Virgo cleaning of the energy space. So I've talked a lot about that. And again, if you want to go to my, actually, I sent it out in this last newsletter, but I am going to put it into a welcome letter as part of the welcome letter. So if you want to sign up, eventually you'll get <laughs> my shocker clean out. Um, but what I thought I would do is instead of kind of repeating that is one thing that I'm really realizing. I mean, I keep realizing over and over is it really all comes down to self-compassion. And if you can be kind to yourself during all of these whatever's coming up for you. That is really the ultimate healer, the first healer, you know, the first thing that you can do. If you're confused or you don't want to, sometimes I'll see people who don't want to feel their feelings. So they, and they're so used to it. They just like knock them away, you know, like a tennis ball, like life, not, (laughs) it's the move, knocks them a feeling. That's what they do in tennis, right? Knock balls to each other. Hits you a ball. That's the technical term. (laughs) Thank you. Good knocking. That's what you always hear. The tennis. Wow, they really know how to knock that ball. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think I know what Brad's going to put at the end of the <laughs> podcast today. Um, anyway, so um, it's like when the life, oh boy, this is really getting like a poster on a old school poster. Life hits you an emotion and then you're just so used to hitting it right back instead of feeling it. Um then things get cloudy, you know, when you're, that's just one of the many reasons why things can get cloudy in your space. But so I thought I would just, it's kind of a short one today, but expand. I just learned a new thing about kind of expanding upon the putting your hand on your heart and, you know, first just observing, like we've just talked about, this is suffering, you know, this is a moment of suffering. Can I be kind to myself? So it's a little further where you just take a couple of minutes to put your hand on your heart and experience different loving feelings. So you can start with like feel putting your hand on your heart and just feeling peace, just feeling what does peace feel like. And by putting your hand on your heart, it really activates that loving kindness towards yourself. So and if you don't like your hand on your heart, I know some people don't even just they talk about this and this isn't from the self-compassion book, but just um but this part is just finding any way to that f- a loving touch for you, petting your hair, stroking your hand, whatever it is. So if you put your hand in your heart or wherever and just imagine like feeling peace just for a minute, like peacefulness towards yourself, then compassion towards yourself, then joy. Um, and just going through these loving feelings as a way just it really centers you and cleanses your energy because it's really just sending yourself love. I'm trying to think what the other one was. Acceptance, I think, was one. Joy, peace, love, acceptance. And then you can do it again, go through it again just a couple of times. So that, I love that. It's so yeah. simple, but so powerful. I was just doing it a little bit while you were talking. So where did you learn that? Um, that's a good question. I read it somewhere a couple of days ago, and I can't. It was like somewhere on the internet. I'll have to look into it. I don't mm-hmm. think it's part of a program. But I'll I'll look and try to see if I can find it. there. That's all there was to it, though. It wasn't so like, simple and so powerful. I love it. Yeah, and you can do that. I just had the idea because I know you're going to the airport. Like if you're feeling scared or you don't feel this way, but I do. When I, I was telling Tess earlier that I hate airports. Um. So like if I was, I could just like put my hand in my heart and just for a second, no one has to even know what's happening. Just like can I experience joy, even like, and just feeling joy for myself. And when I just did this right now, I felt like my inner child, like gleefully jumping, you know, it's like giving yourself this connection in all of these different ways. Yeah, I love that too, because I feel like in our culture, especially as such social creatures, we do get a message of like, nobody says this, but there is this kind of just implication that we should always feel just a little too busy, just a little annoyed, a little detached, Mm, you know, like that's just the normal everyday way to feel, Mm -hmm, (laughs) but it doesn't mm -hmm. need to be true. I mean, we, and that to me, that's the magical spiritual path is really remembering that life is actually so magical. Like the Mm -hmm. illusion is when we forget that the illusion is not when we remember that. Yes, exactly. And I also just want to be clear, I'm not saying like, don't feel your feelings, like if you're feeling sad, but, but just to give yourself 
you know, first give yourself compassion. You know, you can acknowledge that this is a moment of sensitive. But if you're feeling confused or just kind of mucky to kind of just jolt, <laughs> give yourself, it's almost like a vitamin of uh, the vitamin love. we should name our podcast that vitamin love (laughs) um but it really is like giving yourself kind of like a little shot of that of all these like nice feelings just to clear up clear up your space vitamin l yeah that's right and then (laughs) always i like to breathe in gold light after to you know fill up whatever left when you're saying that too it making me think of uh for me allowing my feelings whatever my feelings are it's the my go-to tool for that is just noticing my breath mm-hmm. so just noticing placing my attention on the in-breath and the out-breath and letting that breath in because there's a tendency like if i feel disappointed or i feel embarrassed or i feel stressed there's a tendency to you know oh, yeah. breathe Hold. shallow more shallowly but if you kind of consciously override that tendency and let yourself breathe then you can just go oh I feel disappointed and then it moves through you and then it's gone Mm -hmm. yeah and also to have compassion for yourself when you're disappointed or what sometimes we hold because we don't want to feel it you know unconsciously it's like we don't want to feel it but if you know with enough practice that oh if I feel disappointed I'm still going to love myself I'm still going to be here for myself Mm -hmm. then that that gives you more permission to breathe and, you know, yeah, allow those feelings. I like that, though. Yeah, the breath is always good. It all comes back to the breath. And, it, yeah, it, it aligns our mind, body, and spirit without us having to, you know, do anything other than yeah. just breathe. Mm-hmm. So that was the energy report. Okay, now it's time for Practical Magic. Okay, so this week is, so one week from today, from this Monday when the podcast comes out, is the fall equinox in the Northern Mm. Hemisphere and the spring equinox in the Southern Hemisphere and the day that the sun enters Libra. So Mm. that's double balance. So is that, oh, that's a week from today. A week from, yeah, the day that this podcast comes out. Okay. So... I'm going to talk about what we're, we should do in order to get ready for that. But just to be aware of that um, occurrence first, what, what's okay. happening, what we're moving toward, and you can already feel the energy, is um, a time when the day and night is of roughly equal length. So that's balance. And mm. then Libra season, which is totally about balance. The oh, sign yeah. of Libra is the scales. So this week, the practical magic – idea is to simply be aware of balance. Like how can Mm. you just think about it? How can I bring more balance into my relationships, into my home, into my mental and physical health, into my spirituality, just lovingly sort of assess Mm -hmm. um, how to bring more balance in and every day to meditate at least Mm. 10 minutes. Mm. If 10 seems too much, we got about homework this week. Yeah. For well, you know what though? That is a, a really important mm-hmm. uh, a really important habit for us all. Just to, yeah. I, I feel like it's just as important as brushing your teeth every day is some form of meditation. And for sensitive people like 
me and you yeah. and our listeners. Yeah, everybody so, listening. <laughs> everybody listening because you wouldn't resonate with this podcast mm-hmm. at all if you weren't <laughs> sensitive to energy. So it's also really important to do magical hygiene. So to clear mm-hmm. your aura, to shield yourself in light. And I just do that as part of my daily meditation and yeah. so important. It's made such a difference in my life to – yeah set that intention and to just be conscious about that. Mm-hmm. So so doing that, some kind of meditation for five or 10 minutes every day as we lead up to the equinox and to really think about balance. And then on the equinox, you can integrate all of this stuff that you learned this week, you know, just mm. to be like really aware of how you want to establish balance in your life. And then you could at sunrise or sunset, which is also a time of balance, mm-hmm. you could light a, a white candle and a black candle, like a yin yang to just set that intention during your meditation to really come into balance and then follow your intuition, whatever mm-hmm. that means about creating more balance in your life. Mm-hmm. I like that. So it made me think about what it is that will bring you balance this week, just kind of like homework. And um, and if you aren't already meditating, maybe you could spend this week also like figuring out um, when you could fit it in. Or I mean, yeah. I always like maybe just even set your alarm five minutes early if you're someone who has to wake up to an alarm. Um, five minutes is a nice, uh, you know, starter. It is. It's true. If you feel like, oh my gosh, that's so hard to get into that habit, then you could do five minutes. And I think it's important to remember too that you don't need to do it perfectly. It's like people get an idea in their head that meditation is not thinking. And that is just not true. It's our brains just to think that's what they do. So it's like you could even just think the rule is I just need to sit there. Doesn't matter if my mind wanders. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if I think about the TV show I'm binge watching. It doesn't matter as long as I just set a timer and sit there. That's one way to do it to start to get into the habit. But it's also really helped me when I first started getting into the habit of meditation. Guided meditation really helped me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that insight. Did we talk about that insight app? Is that insight timer? Yeah, insight timer. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there's so many great. Absolutely. And I think waking up is another one that I did for a while that I really like. Um, Yeah, it really helps to have just someone kind of holding the time for you. Yeah. And I think they do really short ones, um, too. Yeah, on Insight Timer, you can pick the number of minutes, you can pick mm -hmm. the topic. You know, I usually only do guided meditations, actually. Well, Oh, yeah. I mean, when I, when I do my clear outs and stuff, I call that a meditation, but that's not like, um, and that's not guided. I do it myself, but that's not technically meditating. I don't know. It's not the quiet meditation. Um, you know, the best time that I ever, ha- or the best like way I ever meditated was when I was doing the morning pages from the artist way. Mm-hmm. And I would first start doing that. I would get out all my thoughts and then not all my thoughts, but like all the stuff on top. It's like kind of skimming the fat off. And then I would meditate and I was like, oh, my God, this is so much easier because mm-hmm. I had yeah, let go of so many thoughts. And, and you then... listen to that's one of the things about the morning pages to me is it's like I'm actually listening to what my brain is saying over and over again, giving what it you... that space on, on the page to see what I'm thinking. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. And just getting it out there. And then it was like, oh, okay, now it's much easier for me to just um, like count to when I one of the meditations I used to do is like breathe in every in breath, I would count to 10 and then switch it to every out breath, I would count to 10. Does that make sense? So like mm-hmm. in one in two, and like in one exhale into exhale all the way to 10. Oh, okay. And then I would reverse it to in one, oh, no, sorry, in exhale one, oh, in nice. exhale two. Yeah. So if you want to think about that, those are yeah, some And nice. I also have a lot of guided meditations of my own on my website and yeah. on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, that was great. Yeah. So just think this week, how can you have some more balance and try out meditating, right? I just yeah. Summed thanks up for summarizing. We should do that. We should summarize <laughs> each so other's sorry. segments. <laughs> I liked it. I really <laughs> took that over. All right. Um, so should we do our housekeeping? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So firstly, you can subscribe to our new newsletter, right? At, do it, where do they find it? On your at website? At com, and then click on Magic Monday Podcast. And you'll okay. see the box to click on to subscribe to our really fun newsletter. Yeah. Um, there, um, what was I going to say? Oh, at some point we'll have our own little separate web, web page. Yeah. Um, but for now that's where you find us, which is great. And yeah, you can also find us at your, that's where you find the show notes is at testwhitehurst.com. Click on Magic Monday. Everything we talked about will be in the notes. And you can find, oh, you can also email us any questions, magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com. Um, and you can find us on Instagram, Magic Monday Podcast. And you can find me, Highest Light Healing, on Instagram. And you can um, subscribe to my newsletter or book a reading at highestlighthealing.com. And it's a really good idea to do both those things because her newsletter is awesome and her readings are so, so good. Thank you so much. True. It's a true story. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and you. Um, and also, please write us a review. We would really oh, appreciate yeah. it if you would write us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Um, yeah. Apple is a great one because it helps us be seen. And we really appreciate them. Oh, my gosh. They make us so happy. They really do. It's yeah. such a joy to know that we're making a difference. Yeah. So and where can we find you? At um, Tess4444 on Instagram, Tess Whitehurst author on Facebook, Tess Whitehurst on Twitter, Tess Whitehurst on YouTube, <laughs> and <laughs> my website is TessWhitehurst.com. And, and you know what? Book? Oh, my new book? I have Are a new book. Are you still doing a giveaway? Oh, yes. There's a giveaway. Thank yeah, you for reminding me. <laughs> a really exciting giveaway. There's really fun stuff I'm giving away for people who pre-order my new book, which is called Unicorn Magic. And it sounds like a fluffy book, but it's actually like a pretty grounded spiritual book. It talks about the symbolism of unicorns, which is extremely powerful yeah. and magical, purifying, and like filled with integrity and mm. all kinds of good stuff. So it's great. Thanks for asking about that. And you know what? We haven't I've done pre-ordered. For a while. I oh, can't wait to you. get it. I hope you like it. I'm gonna love it. Yeah. What did you say? Sorry, I interrupted. I just you. realized we have not for a while thanked our producer Brett. Oh, thank you, producer Brett. Thank you. We love you. 
In different ways, I hope. For sure. <laughs> you don't love him as a wife. No. We're not sister wives. Um, okay, was that all the places? Oh, and sign up for her Good Vibe Tribe, and you can do it for free for one month, and you should because it's just amazing. Oh, thanks. Oh, I just realized I was supposed to tell a client about um, I'm going to have to do that when we get off the phone. I was like, you should go to Tessa's page because she just moved into a new house and she wanted to feng shui. I was like, you you should go. She was trying to learn about it. And I was like, you should take Tessa's class online. Oh, thanks. I also have a whole free do-it-yourself feng shui series on my blog that is like it, – um. it, I don't know how much it's resonating with people. but oh, why? Because <laughs> you just – you take it. There's like over 20 different – posts and you when you take it one at a time you do learn like the going in depth with the elements and the mm-hmm. um the bagua and everything so I, it does require a little bit of patience but it is I on see. there but the class do you is it part of the good five tribe or is it the um, magical housekeeping and that magical housekeeping good energy class workshop no the um the um, feng shui class. I thought you had a feng shui online. I do. Class. You do. There, well, it's called the Art of Bliss. I think is the one that's on. Oh, I thought it the... was part of like you had an online, like as part of your classes. You don't like? No, I do. Well, because oh. I have fourteen online workshops as part of right. the Good Vibe Workshop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so Magical Housekeeping and Good Energy has feng shui information in it, and so oh, does okay. the Art of Bliss. Oh, okay, okay, got it. I thought you meant the books, so. Oh, yeah. I it's was confused. Required reading is the book that I wrote called The Art okay. of Bliss. All right. So now we're going to, excuse me, pick a card for the week. Do you okay. want to go first? I feel like you have yours already. I do. Okay. I'll pick one. Right. Here we go. Oh, I thought you had the card. Oh, it's so this is from The Wisdom of the Hidden Realms guidebook okay. by Colette Baron Reed. I really, rarely get this one. Oh, what is it's it? The Lady of Lightning Surprises, Sometimes Shock, Total mm. Paradigm Shift. And she Whoa. looks super powerful. You don't so think this is like the tower, do you? Well, let's see. Because I did draw it right side up, and this is a deck where it's different meanings if it's inverted or if it's right side up. So it's an ally um, when it's right side up. Let's see. Instead of a challenger. As an ally, the Lady of Lightning brings powerful forces of change into your life. She tells you to expect a sudden shift in your circumstances. Hmm. Perhaps a situation you weren't anticipating arises and offers you the opportunity of a lifetime or a series of aha moments cultivates in a culminates in a pivotal flash of insight causing everything to change just like that. Maybe someone enters your life and pushes you to new heights. You may have a brilliant idea that hits you like lightning. Be prepared. Change is imminent and a total paradigm shift may be upon you. Don't resist the changes as this kind of lightning isn't something you want to fight. Great things are happening when the Lady of Lightning appears. Wow. So it seems like pretty good vibes. Okay. I like that you thought that. I was like, oh God, what's happening? (laughs) But, you know, actually, Brett asks, asks me this a lot. He's like, you don't believe in future telling, so why do you oh. believe in that? Well, it is like an energy reading that has yeah. an effect on. I mean, that's what we are, like, when we look at 
the energy. We're not looking exactly at the future, but we are looking at like factors that are going to be contributing to it. Yeah, I feel like it's not so much future tell. I mean, it is the future if it's like the week ahead. Like, I do feel like you can get an energy of the week ahead, you know, like, um, sadly, when Brett's dad was dying, I could tell he needed to go. Like, everyone was telling him he was doing better, but I really felt like he was not going mm. to. So, like, things like that. But I was like, I don't tell the future. But I, have I said this here before? I don't know. I've been thinking about it a lot. So, so it's like that. Like, I don't tell the future, but I could tell that. Like, it, I really was like, oh, this really feels. So, I think that, like, energy build up. It's like you can. There is, like, a a direction in the week or so where something is heading. Does that make sense? Yeah. And yeah. And that is the kind of the idea with the cards is like, we don't Mm -hmm. know what, but there is this kind of, this is something to keep in mind. I feel like that's the empowered place to be is be ready for looking at this, whatever this shift is in a positive way. Yeah. That the energy is reading that there might be some kind of shift. Okay, so I am reading from Sacred Geometry Cards for the Visionary Path. Have I read from here before? Maybe. Um, is it called Sacred Geometry for the Visionary Path? Mm-hmm. I sacred feel like geometry. I remember. Do you have another Sacred Geometry deck? No. Oh, then so, yeah, you have read from okay. one before. Um, so I picked 32, Night into Day. It looks mm. like that. Um, okay. This says, magic and grace fill the moments as just as dawn is breaking. This is a time of transition, dark into light as the world turns and displays a new day. Mm. Owl guards guards the night sky as hawks patrol the day. Golden spirals form a dynamic fee flower, P-H-I, five. Oh, oh, okay. Um, spinning the blossom of graceful transitions. Transition. Oh my God. This is the same I know. thing. That's, I have goosebumps. Oh my God. Transition is a foot in your life. Each one of us is continually shifting, expanding, and transforming. Change may seem so gradual that you hardly notice, or you may be poised in the moment between night and day about to embark on major life transitions. Whether these transformations were brought about by circumstances or by your own intentions, you're required to expand your vision of what is possible and embrace your desire for joy, growth, and freedom. I feel like this is touching on like everything we're Mm -hmm. saying. Feeling into the joy. Every the, week. Oh my this gosh. happens oh. like this every week. <laughs> <laughs> the age in which we live spins so fast that sometimes it feels as if we're just beginning to understand how one event has touched us when another arrives without warning. Realize that even radical change does not have to be traumatic. How may you more gracefully accept and move through the events in your life? How may the way you view change help your evolution to help your evolution to flower more gracefully? I'm almost done. You are invited to view each transition you experience as another of life's adventures. I like that invited to Mm. take the invitation to do that. Allow the owl and hawks on this card to symbolize a knowing that you are guided and protected in your personal evolution. As you consciously move out of darkness into the morning light, let this card be a signpost of graceful transitions. Oh my gosh. It, this is really giving me so many goosebumps. I, I wonder know. if it's like compared, it's also like with just this beautiful fall day. It's so fall-like right here, right oh, now. And the, the light is dancing jealous. on the aspens and it's cool and just like, just this, like the owl and the hawk and the light. It's just <laughs> all so much. <laughs> I love it. 
I wish it was so like that here. You know, we had fall for like a little bit and then it just got it's really sputtering. Hot. It'll come back. Anyway, well, this, um, yeah, I really like this card too because it, it felt like easier than the lightning bolt, you know? Right. It's like, you know what? You're protected. Even if the lightning bolt comes, you're protected. You are, you know, watched over in the Can transition. I see it? What does it mm-hmm. look like? I'll try to maybe, can you see it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like a beautiful mandala between two pillars. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's like the balance thing too we were talking about, the coming into that awareness of the night and the day. So equinox. And also about the shadow, like you're protected in these shadows and you can go through these, you're invited to go through the shadow gracefully and, you know. And that's such a paradigm shift thing too. That how that's like one of the themes is and and the lightning stepping into your power when you, mm-hmm. you know, look into the shadows. Yeah, I love it. Yep. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Yeah. See you next week. what they do in tennis right knock balls to each other hits you a ball technical term (laughs) thank you (laughs) knocking that's what you always hear the tennis announcer say